Knock, knock. Who's there? Your nightmare. <laughs> What's up, everybody, and welcome to the newest edition of the Minority Report. As always, I am your head minority in charge, Gus. With me, as usual, is my biracial consigliere, Jay Shell. How's it going, everybody? Hello, Jay Shell. Hello, Mrs. Beach. <laughs> <laughs> so this week, <laughs> this is Halloween. This is Halloween. I don't know the rest of the words. That's good. Uh, uh, so this is ima- our Halloween edition. Imagine, if you will, a month of all Halloween shows. From the macabre to the creepy. Which is bewitching. (laughs) (laughs) So this is the Halloween edition of the Minority Report. We want to talk about some nostalgic things. And we're going to talk about our favorite horror movies and shit like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, but first I wanted to talk to you. I know you had wanted it. It's been a couple of weeks. You wanted to talk about something that went down with uh, one of your favorite uh, nighttime talk show hosts. (laughs) Uh, Usually when I say one of your favorite, it means that you don't really care for them. Now this is a person that you have like almost a personal issue with not a let's not go nuts there like i don't i've never met the guy don't know him in real life i just you don't like his you work. wouldn't piss on him if he was on fire no nah, no nah. and we're talking <laughs> we're, that's some personal hate dude i'm saying we're talking about jimmy fallon um as you folks have <laughs> mr <laughs> mr break every sketch uh, mr <laughs> slaps claps, yeah. slaps table i'm gonna cut you off every time you talk exactly yeah mr pick me energy <laughs> So um, this he, has been going on for like a couple of weeks and everything. He got, uh, pick, he got picked last in dodgeball. He did, yeah. Uh, so it's been uh, exposed that Jimmy Fallon has um, created a, a very extremely toxic work environment. Oh, um, wait, when you said exposed, I, lo- I thought something else. <laughs> toxic work environment? What'd he do? Uh, let's see here. So uh, he is just like a treated like, you know, um, backstage personnel uh, with disrespect. Uh, there's also an issue with his alcoholism. But uh, basically just being an overall asshole. And honestly, I'm not really shocked. I'm going to tell you why I'm not shocked. Because like we've mentioned before, he has pick-me energy. And as you know, folks with pick-me energy, basically it's where they want the attention. Uh, they have like that whole like, choose me, choose me. And they'll throw under uh, people under the bus, you know, to do it. And so... Fallon, like, I've never been a Fallon. Like, ever since his uh, SNL days, I've always found him annoying because of the whole, like, you know, let's break in every sketch. And it all started with that whole Blue Oyster Cult sketch, you know, with Christopher Walken, the whole more cowbell. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so it became, like, an iconic sketch. But let's face it, hot take here, that sketch was never funny. It was never funny at all. Um, I mean, Chris Kattan and Will Ferrell kind of made it funny with Christopher Walken. But, but I, I wouldn't say that it's in their top 10. Well, it's just like, it's such an overrated sketch. Like, it's not it's not a funny sketch, like, because it's, you know... They, well, the whole sketch is not what people like. Yeah. It's just the way Christopher Walken said, I got a fever, and the only cure is, is more cowbell. But if you take away Christopher Walken, what else do you have? Oh, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it, yeah. The only reason why yeah. people remember it is because of Christopher Walken. Mm-hmm. Nothing else. Because nobody can quote any other line from anyone else in that skit. The only thing people quote are the Christopher Walken yeah. plot. You know? See, and that's the thing. Like, If you can quote only one thing about that sketch, then it's not really a memorable sketch. No, no, no. Yeah, no. I don't, like, yeah. People hype it up because Will Ferrell was doing this whole, like, um, what do you call it? Uh, chew the scenery thing that he always does. Yeah, yeah. With the uh, belly, with his belly sticking out. Yeah, and, yeah. And, 
it, it, it was basically a whole like it it, it it represent everything that was that's unfunny about early yeah. SNL. See the differences between that one and like say a uh, was it Matt Foley? Mm-hmm. Okay, David Spade, you can see breaking in yeah. that Matt Foley sketch. Yeah. But there's a reason. Right. Because Chris Farley was fucking Dude, Chris Farley it. was just a fucking amazing yeah. talent. Who, who I give who I give credit to in that in that very first sketch they did with uh Matt Foley mm-hmm. is Christina Applegate. She didn't break at all. No. And she didn't break at all. They were able to keep it together. And how could you how could you not break when you have Chris Farley behind you going, You do you want to end up living on a van by the river? river. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, and goes, also and also and the funniest part of the skit, see, this is what I mean about remembering the whole skit. Mm-hmm. When he goes, What do you want for your life? Where do you want to end up? She goes, I want to live in a van by the river. Yeah. Oh, that you're going to end up living by a van by, by the river. <laughs> it's like, and, and like, you know, because um, Chris Farley doesn't get enough yeah. um, credit as being a professional because he no. does the funniest fucking shit and he's still able to keep it together. He keeps it together. Yeah. Where a Fallon, like, even, <laughs> even he's reciting his lines, he's like, <laughs> aren't I funny? <laughs> Please somebody tell me I'm funny. Honestly, I always thought that he was like one of the one of the reasons why SNL in the uh, late '90s yeah. and early 2000s were the shits. Yeah, because he was a detriment because he always had to like you know do that whole like giggling thing, and they were during sketches that weren't funny at all. And didn't he host Weekend Update? Yeah, he did with uh, Tina Fey. He's barely memorable. Yeah, the time from that time the the as the, uh, mm-hmm. the Weekend Update that I remember being funny uh-huh. was Amy Poehler. Yeah. and Tina Fey. Well, that's because they vibe well together. They killed it. Yeah, 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 yeah. They had the chemistry. But um, I have to give uh, big ups to uh, Tracy uh, Morgan. Yeah, because Not he killing said, him. Yeah, because like <laughs> Tracy Morgan uh, said that like yeah. you know he didn't. Um, fall for that bullshit like he did not like when Fallon bra- uh, broke uh, sketches he yeah. thought it was unprofessional so he told Fallon you do that shit I'm gonna kick your ass and rightfully so because what made uh, the whole breaking thing not only does it ruin the sketch right. it takes away the spotlight from everyone onto him yeah. that's why I'm saying it's pick me energy he's killing the sketch at the expense of yeah. everyone well if you if you break character on almost every sketch you're in maybe you're on the wrong kind of show oh yeah you're on a live sketch comedy show. And, and if you can't keep it together, you mm-hmm. shouldn't be on the show. So, yeah. So that's why I'm not shocked that Fallon would be like, you know, exposed as an asshole. Yeah. Because it's always like, because like, listen, I I was in drama club when I was in high school. All the kids that wanted like the spotlight and everything were complete dicks to the other yeah. uh, other kids and everything. So you're saying he's a drama club kid? Oh, big time. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so the um, allegations, it's... Um, Two current staff members and 14 former staff members on the show right. told Rolling Stone that he was verbally abusive and routinely yelled and demeaned his workers. No shit. And yeah, so he would act like this whole like, you know, jolly, like nice guy persona, like doing like all like these games with like the celebrities and everything. But, in the, but backstage was a completely different story. And so he did the whole like empty apology thing to his colleagues and tried to dispute the allegations. But he only apologized because he got caught. That's how it always is. That's why these like uh, public apologies and everything after the allegations surface feel empty. Like because you're caught and you're only doing this because your PR reps told you to do so to try to fan the flames. And so that's why I never bought into his whole like nice guy act because not only was it annoying, but he comes off as fake, you know, like when you look at his um, interviews, his interviews are unbearable to watch because not only is he always kissing ass, but he's interrupting and the uh, celebrities would have like a anecdote 
And they'd be humorous anecdotes, but he's laughing like he's watching like early prior. And it'd be the same thing. Laugh out loud. Um, of what's it called? Like lean back, clap your hands, and then slam the table. It's right. almost like a robot. You know what I'm saying? And that doesn't make for a good talk show host. Right. You know? It just makes for someone who's just like a tryhard. You know what I'm saying? Honestly, you know who me, well, of course, Johnny, Johnny uh, Carson was the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one that from recent years, that was actually funny mm-hmm. and a great host was, uh, what's his face? Um, Craig Kilborn, not Craig Kilborn. Craig uh, Ferguson. Craig Ferguson. Craig Ferguson's dope. He had natural chemistry with his yeah. guest mm-hmm. and they were fucking funny, dude. They oh, yeah. Just, yeah. Oh, he brought out a lot of good moments because the reason why is because he treated it like a conversation, not be not just for where they can plug like their latest book, movie, TV show and everything. He treated it treated like a conversation. Like right. I love when like every time an interview starts, he had like um, a card and he would rip the card out right. to show that we're unscripted. We're just going to flow and like give you a good like interview and everything. Right. Like there was a recent one where I saw he was in a, um, he was interviewed. Well, no, not recent, but it was a, I recently saw a clip of him interviewing Scarlett Johansson. Oh yeah. And he, she, he was known for like his double entendres and. Oh, he's very flirty. Yeah. Yeah. And she says something back to him and he's like, oh, I knew there was a reason I liked you. (laughs) He's like, (laughs) you know, he goes, because she just came back right at him with it. Yeah. And that was like, that was like the, what was great about his interviews is that like, he was just like, he was basically uh, flirting, but it was like very respectful flirting. And it was, it was, it was known that it was just. It was banter. It was was banter. banter. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was banter. Yeah. And same thing with uh, Graham Norton. Like he, I love, yeah. I love how Graham Norton interviews because he tr- he. It's put, very casual. Yeah, yeah, it's casual, but he puts over the guests. Like, yeah. okay, it's my name on the marquee. Yeah, but you're the re- they're the reason why you're watching like, the show. Like one of the one of the clips that I love is when he lets um, what's his name. Uh, Tom Hiddleston do mm-hmm. his impression of yes. him. Yes, it's fucking yeah. hilarious. Yeah, he did an impression of uh, of Graham uh, of yeah, De Niro Graham, yeah. right in front of them. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, but going back to Craig Ferguson real quick, mm-hmm. one of the things that he liked to do, and one of his actors gave it right back to him, which is hilarious. Mm-hmm. He goes, "Okay, well, let's end on an uncomfortable silence." And oh for, yeah, and he did it with one actress. She was, and she's all seductively this English actress. I can't remember. She's yeah. Like, I don't want to end. I don't want a comfortable silence. He's like, he's like, oh, so what do you want? I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> oh wow! I was like, uh, excuse me, we're watching. Right, right. But he, uh, but he's underratedly funny. Yeah, Craig Ferguson. I saw one of his stand up, and mm-hmm. it's actually pretty fun. Uh-huh. I don't think he started out life as a stand up comedian, but he's oh, he was, yeah. he's pretty good at yeah. it. Yeah. Um, uh, my mom, my mom. I'm not sure got, why he ended his run yeah. on the show, though. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, my mom. She uh, she got to meet him because she really. Uh, yeah, because uh, um, my mother, she is a retired uh, Army Reserve, and uh, she was deployed to Germany right. um, back in like 04, 05. And uh, he was part of the USO tour. And so uh, she didn't know who she was. I mean, who he was. Right. She just thought he was very charming and funny. And so I remember um, when she came back from her deployment, she showed me her like a photo album of yeah. like, you know, her and her. Um, and you're like, holy shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, she was like, "Oh my God, that's Craig Kill. That's Craig Ferguson." 
And she's like, oh, yeah, he's very nice. Like, mom, you never heard him? Uh, no. Like, uh, well, you know. I mean, let's face facts. Your mom probably didn't. I mean, your mom's a little bit older. And yeah, 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 yeah. But, yeah, it was, it was, but yeah. she's not really into watching too much TV. Right. But uh, but she said that, you yeah. know, he was very charming. He was very respectful, very yeah. nice, would talk to everyone, have a conversation. And like, you know what? I'm not shocked that he's a class act. You know you what know? I think ladies like about him, too? Mm. It's the Scottish brood. It's the accent. It's the Scottish brood. And he said that. Like, yeah. I'm only successful because of my brood. Like, yeah. when Americans love the Brogue. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And anytime a man has a Scottish brogue, the women will go crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he also gave that vibe of like your uncle that you would go to for um, advice on girls yeah. and everything. And yeah. Kind of like an Uncle Jesse type. And then they replaced him with your second favorite oh, God. host. Another asshole with pick me energy <laughs> who abuses his uh, staff. But, Gee, there's and, a pattern. Well, and abuses restaurant staff, Yes, too. James Corden. That yeah. was like the biggest fucking downgrade. Yeah. Yeah. But going back to Fallon real quick yep. and everything. So I find this whole thing ironic. So he's got like the whole Ellen accusations against him. Oh, yeah. Him, a, you know. Another pick me. Gee, okay, people, here's a word of advice. <laughs> Be careful of the people with the pick yeah. me energy. They're the See, snakes in the grass. Johnny Carson didn't have pick me energy, but he was boss. Yeah. Like he his way or no way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But um but the thing about uh Fallon that's I I uh, ironic actually. So years ago, uh when IMDB had their forums, right. I remember getting into like this argument with this one dude. And it was on the... Um, so you're probably one of the reasons they stopped doing those, is what you're saying? Eh, kind of. <laughs> you know, honestly, let's face it. I was like tame compared... Like, I wasn't like on there trolling. Yeah, like, yeah. I would have conversations on there. If they turned the arguments, it was out of my... Uh, out, it, I did not cause the argument. They it's just trolling. <laughs> the, you know, people that... It just it just happens. Yeah. Um. So um, there was this one guy. I think his name was like... His handle was called like Phil's Fan or something. Oh, Lord. He was obsessed with Fallon. Like, if you look at either the, the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon board or the Jimmy Fallon board, whenever somebody would would do, like, some criticism, and it mm-hmm. wasn't just, like, straight-up flaming Fallon. It was just, like, honest, like, you know, criticism about, right. like, constructive criticism right. about his show and everything. This dude would be on them, like, stink on rice. He'd be like, you have a terrible sense of humor Jimmy Fallon's the best. You just don't know what funny is, blah, 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 and everything. Well, maybe it was Jimmy Fallon. Right. Oh, probably was. I wouldn't be shocked. <laughs> but this guy, every time he would um, criticize Fallon, he'd be there try- trying to talk shit. So right. him and I went on this back and forth. And I criticized Fallon for saying, like, you know, he's too much of a brown doser during interviews. He needs to reel it back. And he right. keeps interrupting people. He comes off as kind of fake. And this guy would say, like, oh, you don't know what funny is. And we would just do it back and forth. I'm like, dude what is your problem like people don't like fallon let it go bro you were you were arguing with jimmy fallon i, I swear to god i think i am i swear <laughs> to god but it's like it's a whole like some people like fallon okay some people don't that's also okay that's how it rolls and everything so you coming on here and just like starting fights with everybody it just seems so fucking bizarre and honestly yeah. it comes off as very mark david chapman <laughs> I would not be surprised if this dude actually would shoot Fallon and everything because he came off as like an obsessed fan. And there were also that people that called him out on it. Right. And so one of his things was like, Jimmy Fallon is the, the most respected person in Hollywood. He's one of the nicest guys ever. So this story comes out about him being abusive, being a backstage bully. 
So I'm wondering if this if this guy, Bills fan, if his whole life just crumbled down and everything. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he must have been like, no, Jimmy, say it isn't so. He, he say kinda, it isn't so. I'm saying, he kind of reminded me of De Niro on King of Comedy. <laughs> Mom! Mom! He was like, or, or more like De Niro in The Fan. Oh, dude, that's Jimmy. a deep cut. Calls in that radio station every day to talk about Fallon. Uh, yeah. They don't understand you, Jimmy, like I do. And then he kills Benicio Del Toro in the, wow. in the spa. <laughs> and cuts off his tattoo. Right. Uh, well, actually, it was a brand. But anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but, so, in other words, long story short, Fallon, piece of shit. Yes. Got it. All right. Let's yeah. go ahead and take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Back. Thank you guys for continuing to hang out with us. This is the Minority Support Halloween Edition. <laughs> You're listening to the Minority Report. I want to be like the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> that was my Crypt Keeper laugh. It's pretty good. Not bad. Not yeah. bad. So anyway, yeah. I wanted to first talk about so childhood memories when it comes to Halloween. Uh, the first thing I wanted to talk about was Halloween costumes. Mm. Hits and misses. Honestly, yeah, that's like when you when you think Halloween, you think costumes. So okay. I feel like that's fitting that we start out our Halloween month with uh, about costumes. So okay, uh, even though we know people that costume probably all year long, but mm-hmm. still, the first costume was a total miss for me. I don't mm-hmm. know why this was a thing back mm-hmm. in the '80s. Mm-hmm. Uh, I sent a picture to you, of it to you so you could take a look at it. It was something called Kooky Spooks. I don't know if people remember what these things look like. Oh, it looks like blackface, bro. What the fuck? <laughs> Okay, that's what I'm talking about. So this was deemed okay. As seen on TV. By the general public. So when I was a kid, I watched a lot of TV. And I so wanted a cookie spook. I wanted one so fucking bad. So my mother got me one. And I'm Puerto Rican. I grew up in the hood. We really didn't know what blackface was. Mm. And my mother bought me this costume. So if you look, if you're looking at the picture, it's this giant plastic, like almost poncho you're wearing with a cape. You paint your face black, and then on top of your head, it's a blow up giant like balloon thing you tie to the top of your head. Mm. And it's a cross-eyed bat for some reason, <laughs> if you see it. And it's called a, a kooky spooks, and it's a giant blow-up costume kit. Now well, at the time, when you're an innocent kid, you don't think anything of it. But now that you're pointing out that also the the one thing is the blackface, but it also has the word spook in, in it. Ah, uh, that just makes it worse, <laughs> man. <laughs> so looking back, that's what I'm talking about, hit and yeah. misses. You look back on it, you go, what the fuck? What was I thinking? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, dude, I had f- for years, I kept trying to think and remember the name of this thing. And I couldn't. Then I finally found it, and I said, oh, yeah, it was called Kooky Spooks. Oh, fuck. Yeah, as soon as she said that, I was like, oh. I'm like, oh, my God, bro, and this was deemed okay. And if you notice in all the advertisements, it's only white kids wearing it. I noticed that. So it's kind of fucked up on two levels. He fucking looked like Ted Danson at the Whoopi Goldberg (laughs) roast. (laughs) (laughs) Google that if you dare. Fucking looking like C. Thomas Hall, the soul man. Get down. (laughs) 
anyway in other words it was really highly inappropriate yeah well, yeah and nowadays you would not be able to get away with that no, i don't know why no. you were able to get away with it then so imagine a, a kid mm-hmm. uh, i was a very fair-skinned child right uh living in a majority black neighborhood in brooklyn mm-hmm. well puerto rican and, and black mm-hmm. and going to school dressed like that <laughs> I'm, su- I'm surprised you're still living. I got, I got some looks. Yeah. I, I, I didn't know why, because I was only like in elementary school, so I didn't know why I was getting looks, but I thought I was cool in my cookie spook. <laughs> you thought you were cool. Uh, take a moment to just reflect on what you just said right there. I thought I was cool in my cookie spook. As you do the keep on trucking strut. <laughs> keep trucking. <laughs> so that was my big yes. Yeah. What about yours? So um, my first costume that I can remember. No, no, I'm talking about the big miss. miss that was my miss. That I, was like, I wanted to talk about like my first okay. costume. But I'll talk about um, my big miss in a bit. Actually, you know what? It's actually my first costume and big miss. Okay. I'm going to tell you why. So it was a Legend of Zelda Link costume. And so, however... This was the 80s, so a lot of those costumes were basically just like a poncho with like the picture of the character, and then you have a mask. Yeah, the plastic mask with the fucking rubber band that didn't last the whole night. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So this costume, it was basically like a rubber jumpsuit, and it has an image of Link fighting Ganon, and that was the costume. Like, it wasn't like a tunic with boots and everything. It was that. Oh, and the hat. And um, I didn't come with a sword or shield or, or anything. Right. So, but yeah, at, but at the time I thought it was awesome. Like I'm Link and everything. This is dope. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a bus. It was, it was basically like a lot of people love to like um, reminisce about like how awesome the eighties and seventies were. But let me tell you something. The hot, the, the Hollywood costume game was the absolute drizzling shits. I mean, cookie spooks. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So what basically what I'm wearing is I look like I look back and I look I, I look like Missy Elliott in one of her videos where she's wearing that inflatable <laughs> suit and everything. If you work it, let me work it. <laughs> so you talk about like one of those Ben Cooper style. They call them Ben Cooper because I think that was the company they used to make them. Kind of that style costume mm-hmm. where it looked like you you know it was vinyl and yeah. you kind of slipped it on your legs and arms. Yeah, and it tied in the back like a bib. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you had the plastic mask. That's yeah. it. Totally was. Yeah. yeah. I had one similar to it. And see, now that was my hit costume when I was a kid. Yeah. I had a Darth Vader one. Oh, okay. Yeah, I had mm-hmm. the dead back in the late seventies, early eighties. Mm-hmm. Um, we we were relatively uh not so well to do mm-hmm. uh as a kid growing up we You're was broke we was poor as fuck yeah, yeah so i was we used to have to like kind of become innovative with our mm-hmm. halloween costumes mm-hmm. but one of the ones that i got to get splurged on or i got spoiled on was the darth vader mm-hmm. halloween costume yeah, yeah, yeah and what's fucked up uh, like you said those costumes were just a picture of the, of the character and then the mask mm-hmm. the fucked up part was on that one that i went to school with it because you know you had the little halloween thing and it fucking yeah. ripped oh in the crotch they always ripped in the crotch Ugh. for some reason so your crotch is exposed yeah. yeah and so like i was all upset but then that whole night i had and kept hearing more 
So it finally came, it took it off. But mm-hmm. yeah, th- that was my coolest one when I yeah. was a kid growing up. Mm-hmm. We didn't do like homemade costumes or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you would get a mask and maybe go trick or treating that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I lived in the hood. So really, if you wanted to go trick or treating, you had to go like apartment buildings, which was not as fun. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. Um, the, let's see, like majority of my costumes when I was a kid was a ninja. Like it was like that generic, like you know, ninja guy. Ninja. Oh, okay. Not nigga. Ninja. <laughs> Boy, I wasn't. Anyway, but no, like it would be like, you know, the, uh, the ninja mask, the jumpsuit, and then right. like you have like the little, like, you know, plastic katana or like sigh or whatever. So, uh, You were sad? Uh, you would sigh? sigh? Jesus Christ. You and your grandpa jokes. Sigh. Hey, shut up. What? So anyway, so yeah, so that was, so you were always a ninja. Or? Well, only for like I would say because I actually, um, for the power of my memory, actually like um, listed like I wrote down like what costumes I had each year. So it was like right. ninety, ninety one, ninety two, and ninety five. I was a ninja. However, I broke the uh, the ninja streak by going as another ninja actually uh, as how a, is that breaking the ninja streak because it was uh, because I wasn't a generic ninja this time oh my bad I was a ninja turtle oh well go fuck me then. well you should <laughs> <laughs> how dare you sir but no uh, uh, well here's the thing it was those ninja turtle pajamas so it was like you know the long sleeve shirt that had yeah. like the ninja shell on it with like the belt and everything and then like the pants that had like the um the uh, knee pads right. and everything. I bet you need a new pad. That is gross, man. I was a kid. What the? <laughs> Did you save them? You saved them. What? For, what? The, why for, would, what? The, the knee pads. You saved them. No, no. It it was drawn on. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, okay. You sick fuck. <laughs> you saved them as a third year, three uh, third grader, huh? Uh, anyway, like, calm so down, Duggar family. Ninja Turtles was was that your like your your big shit costume like no it wasn't that one uh well okay at first it was because i you know i love like ninja turtles i loved and Raphael was my guy and everything but the next year 94 Uh that was my next big shit costume i was the red ranger oh shit go ahead yeah and i was in the last year i could fit in that costume Oh, because they sold it per size and it was the only, yeah, 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 yeah. So it was had a like, little snug, it was yeah. a little snug. No, it actually was pretty fine. Yeah. Um, but like I went to wear it again for next year. However, yeah. when I put it on as a fifth grader, I was like, yeah. oh, never mind. You couldn't do any hi-ya kicks in right. it? Right. Yeah. hi <laughs> And I had the, uh, what do you call it? The, uh, the, the plastic mask, face the plastic mask, mask yeah. and yeah. everything. But yeah, it was dope. But you know what's funny about that costume is that, okay, so in uh, middle school, right. um, I, um, there was this one kid that I did not get along with. You know how like kids that antagonize you usually are like bigger kids and everything and whatnot. Right. This kid was like not a big kid. He was just like like a little wiener kid. He was like a little Millhouse type of kid. Okay. But for some reason he did not like me, and so he tried to give me shit for. Uh, he was trying to tell people like he he was the Red Ranger for Halloween. I was like, yeah, in fourth grade, and it just did not. It just went out like a fart in so, church. Oh, okay. That, that don't make any sense. Oh, he was a dumb kid. He yeah. was okay. So basically, he was a hater. Ha! Uh, he wore diapers when he was six months old. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, we all did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but you know, it's funny. Um, but no, like he was like he, he was a hater. Yeah. Like it's just straight up. That, it's like yeah. it, it's like one of those kids in the hood. They'd be like, Oh, look at this kid. His parents are married. Mm-hmm. He was born <laughs> after his parents were married. What a loser. <laughs> Oh yeah! Wait, whoa! Right, <laughs> sick but, burn, yo! <laughs> right, but uh, but the next uh, couple of Halloween's, like mostly in like a uh, junior high, yeah. um, my mom would uh, make my costumes, and right. they're mostly like um, mo- out of the box, you know. Yeah. Um, so 
when I was in sixth grade, I was a mm. uh, Richter from Castlevania because uh, Dracula X came out. You already a nerd. And <laughs> wow, newsflash! I'm a nerd. Sick burn, yo. <laughs> now you're just like that kid and everything. <laughs> you're a nerd. Yeah. So what's your point? <laughs> right. It, it, now, honestly, it just reminded me of like uh, what Adam Sandler said in Grown Ups when, uh, uh, what's his face? Um, Colin, um, Colin, Colin Quinn, Quinn trying yeah. to rag on him. Yeah. He's like, you don't know how to come at me, do you? <laughs> yeah. That's why, you, that's why you're successful and have a hot wife. Yeah. yeah. Uh. And your kid drinks Voss water. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, so yeah, so I went as a Richter from a Dracula X, Castlevania Dracula X. Okay, because like that was the recent. So you're the kid that when people knocked on the door, they went, "Oh, what are you?" <laughs> they, they sometimes say, "Are you Sub Zero?" And everything. And you go, "Sure, let's go with that." Yeah, give me the fucking candy. <laughs> yeah, but um, but now I would ask my mom to like make my costumes, and she was she was awesome at it. Yeah. Like she would make great costumes. I went as a Chrono from Chrono Trigger when I was in seventh grade. Oh, okay. Um, and then oh. Here's my next big shit costume. Yeah. Eighth grade, I was Goku. Oh. Yeah. My mom made the whole thing. No she shit. made the pants. Really? The gi. Oh, wow. The, the sash and everything. Shit. So your mom, your mom is a seamstress. Dude, let me tell you. She is. Like, yeah, she's been sewing since she was young. Well, I mean, like, you know, uh, Latin families and everything. Yeah. Yep. If you're a woman in a Latino family, oh, you yeah. have to learn to oh, no. sew we, or cook. We, we had a old mom. My mom did it all. Yeah. My mom had this old ass sewing machine. She was a fucking was it, was, genius. Was with it, it the brother's sewing machine? Yeah. 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 That's yeah. what my mom had. Oh, yeah. no, 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 no. This was before brothers. It was a singer that oh. came up out of a table. Right. Yeah, and she would, you could hear it. It sounded like a machine gun. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When she was sewing, I was like, God damn, yeah. man. But no, my, no, no, my mom, like, she would make some baller ass costumes. That's cool. You know? So yeah. yeah. Like, uh, but uh, but yeah. So no, well, yeah. with me it was like, you ever did one of those stereotypical costumes like a hobo or a, whatever's know? easy to like whatever you can get out of the closet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like a hobo or mm. a, a fucking a clown or some shit. I right. never did any of those, mm. but those were my hit and miss costumes. Yeah, mm. a kooky spooks is probably be a big yeah. miss, big miss. Yeah, huge. Um, the Legend of Zelda Missy Elliott costume yeah. was a miss for me. And See for me. <laughs> <laughs> You should have just leaned into it. Right. Yeah, sure. I'm seeing <laughs> no, but it was uh, it it was different when I was a kid. Cause yeah, a lot of it was because you grew up in the hood. You just bought whatever was available. Like the like I said, like the Ben Cooper or mm-hmm. a costume, and you go, oh, I'm a witch. You're just wearing a hat, bro. It's fine. There yeah. is like a certain charm to them. Not to that kooky spooks yeah. what but there is a charm to those um vintage costumes would, actually well they sell them now for like top dollar i was about and they, to say and they re they came back out with them too like newer versions of them i was about to say because like you know we go to cons and yeah. everything and there'll be like some um vendors there yeah. they'll have like the old school packaging well they have unopened. the vintage ones yeah. which are the old ones yeah. and then they have the retro ones with her new ones mm-hmm. see i learned that i learned that mm-hmm. it took me until being a grandfather now i know i learned it recently though mm-hmm. where uh vintage means that it's actually the old one yeah that was original mm-hmm. retro means it's the new made one mm-hmm. but it's made to look like it's old right so I was like, and I know people know that out there. I'm just making an observation. Right, right, right. So, yeah, no, and a lot of people, like, there's a store uh, someone we know owns called Terror Trader, and mm-hmm. they trade in a lot of, they sell a lot of stuff horror mm-hmm. themed, and they have both yeah. vintage and retro. Mm-hmm. And I was excited to see that. I was like, wow, dude, it brought back so many memories. I remember, mm-hmm. you know, wanting the Frankenstein one or the Dracula one. Right, you know? right, right. And, but anyway, the costumes were cool. I mean, mm-hmm. now, 
as an adult, cosplay aside, don't, yeah. not counting cosplay, mm-hmm. what's kind of like the costume that you remember the most? Uh, let's see. Because um, I know mine, but I'll let you go. Well, as far as as an adult, that's when I started to become a lot more creative right. and everything. And so, you know, what's funny thing is that now you mentioned cosplayer is that just to tap in real quick, they always say that cosplayers go all out for Halloween. No, no don't. we don't. We sometimes actually keep it simple. And sometimes they don't even cost them at all. Right. <laughs> like, for example, uh, an ex-girlfriend of mine who's like, um, you know, an incredible seamstress, right. like makes so many complex costumes. Right. For Halloween, she uh, wore like a goldfish costume. <laughs> because the thing is, like, as you know, like yeah. you and I, we work on costumes like 24-7. Yeah. So we would like to do something that's just like a lot more low-key a lot more like you know less strenuous well i worked at a company for eight years Mm -hmm. and every year was the same thing because when i started costuming because i haven't done it as long as you have Mm -hmm. uh, but i worked and every year people like oh what are you gonna wear what are you gonna wear i'm like Mm -hmm. i'm not wearing anything yeah i would rarely even go to work on halloween and halloween costume and they'd be like all disappointed i'm like dude yeah i do it like 30 weekends a year yeah yeah. i don't really care if you don't see me in a while right (laughs) right. like and besides that I, i used to tell them because uh Honestly, an average costume of mine for cosplay costs mm-hmm. an average of about three to five hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. I'm not wearing that to work. Yeah, yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. And some of them, you see some of my shit, they're uncomfortable and hard to get in. Oh yeah. I'm not gonna fucking sit there at my desk all day with that. Well, it's also and also you don't want to risk ruining them. I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, but absolutely. Yeah, when you're investing that much money and you don't totally want to like, but, so as far as like a uh, memorable, they've all been pretty memorable in their own ways and everything. Right. But um, what is one that you've done for Halloween that you didn't do? Any other time of year. Any other time That's of year. I mean. Yeah, something uh, like that. There were. Uh, I would have to say uh, Michonne from Walking Dead. I remember when you did that. Yeah, and it got a lot of like um, yeah. a lot of top marks and everything. Yeah. That um, was the same year I, I was. Uh, Harold Quinn. Harold Quinn. I thought you were were Harry Quinn. (laughs) Harry Quinn. Harry Quinn, yeah. Uh But no, you know, uh, because, you know, not not a fan of The Walking Dead, but I do love the character of Michonne. You know, I love, like, her backstory and everything. You like that she uses a katana, don't lie. Well, yeah, that was the backstory. (laughs) Oh, that's the whole backstory. Yeah, yeah. But no, no, but, like, you know, with her, like, um, use, like, you know, teaching herself to use a katana and having, like, the two, like, zombie, like, you know, pets and everything. Those are her brothers. Yeah. That's that, so fucked up. It is, yeah. yeah. So um, I'm pretty much like, you know, all I need is a dreadlock wig. Just like yeah. find like the, the tight pants. Like you the had the dreadlock wig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're uh, uh, what was it? The, the Rick James My Hero wig. Academia. Not My Hero Academia. Uh, uh, Big, Big Hero, Hero 6. 6. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that pretty much, it just like came so well yeah. together, you yeah. know. I remember we did that for a house party. Yeah. Yep, uh, we did, I, yeah. I fucking sat there and painted by hand the fucking pants, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But no, but it, it, but yeah, it went really well. Yeah. And I actually used a um, one of my uh, replica katanas as a Hanzo sword, right? A Hattori Hanzo sword. Yeah. Uh, but um, I, I actually had the Marshawn sword. Yeah. yeah. But you didn't have it at the time. No, not at that time. Nah. No. You know, so I yeah. just like took that sword and just like um, wraps like some uh, what do you yeah. call it? Some uh, white right uh, duct tape around it. Uh, See, my standout as an adult, I mm-hmm. think, had to be one year. I lived, it was back when I lived in New York. Um, I probably was in my early 20s. Mm-hmm. Uh, my friend at the time that I lived with, who were roommates with, my high school friend, mm-hmm. uh, I knew him since back in junior high, uh, he wanted to go out to this club, and I wasn't feeling it. Mm-hmm. I, I, he liked going to clubs because he, uh, he was a cop mm-hmm. and at the time, and he was always on the prowl for uh, badge bunnies. 
You know, uh, you know what yeah. a badge oh, bunny yeah, is, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, badge bunny is, for those who don't know, is the women who only date cops. You know how I learned uh, about that term? Uh, Car fifty four. Where are you? Oh yeah. The 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 um the the um movie adaptation that had Buster Point yeah, Dexter yeah, yeah, yeah. and John C. McGinley. Yeah. Fran Drescher was supposed to be was John C. McGinley's uh love interest. Yeah. And she was a badge. She was bunny. a badge bunny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, well, anyway, so he would want me to go to these. He dragged me to these clubs with him. So it was mm-hmm. Halloween, and he went and rented this super expensive high end. Uh, at the time, uh, Mars Attacks was out. Mm-hmm. So he, you know, the the Mars Emperor. Oh yeah, yeah. With the big dome on his head, and he had the cape. Yeah, so yeah. he went and rented this costume. Cost him like I don't know, a hundred bucks or something to rent. Mm-hmm. And he, so he wanted to go. Oh, they're gonna have a Halloween contest. You should come with me. I'm like, dude, I don't have a costume. I'm not gonna. Yeah. Fucking. So his cousin, who also lived with us, uh, rented. Uh, a pinhead costume, mm-hmm. uh, high end again, mm-hmm. pinhead costume, mm-hmm. and it was full length body uh, leather, pleather, vinyl mm-hmm. uh, suit. If you know, you know, if you're familiar with what pinhead looks yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And then it had this big latex mask with all the mm-hmm. pins on it, and we had to glue in all the pins one by one into the mask. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's like, Oh, let's go. You should go. You can wear David's costume and we can go. I'm like, Fuck. so David said, yeah, you can wear it. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at the time I was a much slimmer dude. So I was like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. I said, fuck it. I'll go. Yeah. I said, bro, I put on the mask. I was like, I give you two hours. I'm done. Yeah. I can't no more. Yeah. Cause even though it's October in New York and it's cold inside the club, you got all those bodies in there. And then you have your own balls. And then you have your own body heat. Yeah. And yeah. then he's like, Oh, don't try not to take off the mask. I'm like, I'm in a full, it was like I was in a Ziploc fucking bag. Yeah. I'm in a plastic suit head to toe. And then I got on a fucking uh, latex mask that covers my whole face and my mouth is not even have an opening. Jesus so Christ. So all my hot ass breath is just staying in there. So you me. pretty much almost like asphyxiated yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And, we, and it, we were like, we were like a uh, half hour, hour in. I'm like, oh, I'm done. Nah, man. Yeah. I'm and, taking off this mask. I don't give a fuck. And on top of all that, you're in a like a dimly lit dimly room lit club with, with lights with and small noise. Ass eye holes. Yeah. Dude, that sounds that sounds so fucking like claustrophobic. Yeah, you know, the costume was badass. I yeah. loved it. I wish I had pictures of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was fucking cool. Yeah, but it was a miserable experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's probably the costume that stands out to me in my adulthood. Yeah. Uh, until I started like I guess cosplaying, uh, I really didn't do anything like that. Yeah. Um, one of the ones that you probably remember that I threw to the ground that, that I had a lot of fun with was uh, the Mad Hatter. Yeah. Uh, my wife at the time mm-hmm. bought one of those uh, Thought Alice in Wonderland costumes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I put together a Mad Hatter costume that yeah. I did. And it was fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a lot of fun to do, mm-hmm. but uh, I don't know. Cool. It's just, as, like you said, as the years have gone by and we've done more shit like that. Yeah. It kind of is like uh, anticlimactic to do like Halloween stuff, you know? It is. But at the same time, you use that same ingenuity you have for cosplay sure. to seek sure. out, not to build a costume, but actually seek out parts of it. Yep. Because um, after um, Michonne, uh-huh. um, it was really fun to like just like look for pieces yeah. at like thrift stores and all that. So then my next costumes were right. all like, you know, I'll just get like, you know, pieces that I, uh, you know, that I either own right, right, or right. just like uh, well, that was up. like one of the ones that stands out to me that I did do for work, but because uh, the person I was seeing at the time mm-hmm. wanted to do a couple's costume for work, mm-hmm. 
so I convinced her to do uh, Gomez and Morticia because mm-hmm. I've always been a huge mark for Gomez Adams, even back to the John Aston days. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, Raul Julio was the man. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I and I always like creeping people out with the mustache, the John Waters type yeah. mustache, yeah, cause, yeah, yeah. just because it's fun. Right, right. So and. I killed it because I mean, not just my opinion. The people are like, "Oh, you killed it!" Just mm-hmm. fucking, just no, nailed it. Mm-hmm. And I did it for work. I yeah. wouldn't. I didn't do it outside of work. I mean, I did it one time in an event. And you saw. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just Gomez Adams is a closet, like they call a closet costume. Yeah. You can. You, you don't have to go out and buy it. You probably own a suit that you could use for yeah. it. And it's an iconic uh, character. Yeah. So and yeah. who's not going to recognize Gomez and Morticia? Right. Uh, another one that I did for work. Uh, I liked because I kind of, like you said, just put stuff together that you found. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and I did it also because everybody and their mother says I resemble him. Mm-hmm. I don't know how, but I, uh, Negan from The Walking Dead. Yeah, yeah. See, okay, that's funny that you don't really see it because, come on, you everybody have a mirror. Does. You have <laughs> know, a mirror, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I was like, hey, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, I'll take it. Honestly, uh, I think you're doing that whole, like, you know, uh, Meta. No, wink, I honestly wink. don't see it. I don't. But <laughs> but anyway. no, it reminds me of like that whole like meta wink wink thing. Yeah. Like when you see in movies where a character and the actor that yeah. plays them meet, like last action hero. Yeah. They say we look alike. I don't see. I it, don't though. see it. Yeah. No, I. But the one the, the one thing I did like with that um, Negan the scene that they did. That's what kind of I was like. All right, I'll do it because mm-hmm. when uh, he has the whole scene, he goes, "Look at that." I just bashed you in your head. Take it like a chair. <laughs> and you're right. <laughs> just popped out of here. I was like, okay, I could do that. See, that's why I thought it was funny that Negan was in Tekken because that's his worst nightmare, surrounded by a bunch of Asians that know martial arts. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about redemption. Right. Oh, speaking but, of Asians and martial arts, did you see in the uh, Mortal Kombat sequel who's playing Johnny Cage? Yeah, Carl Urban. That's crazy. Yeah. That's, that's, I, think it, I think it pulled it off. Yeah. But now that you mentioned Asians, actually. Wow. Uh, no, the segues, because like I'm glad you brought up work, um, because like, yeah. doing Halloween for work, it's actually, it's honestly, it's really fun. Yeah. And it reminds me of it's like... It's hit or miss for me. I find it fun because it does remind me of um, when we used to dress up for at school and everything. Yeah. But this time we're all grown-ups, so we're getting paid for it. You're a grown-up. Yeah, thank you. What? You don't know how to come out of me, do you? No, I <laughs> But no... Um, <laughs> So the first time I did a work costume, it was mm-hmm. when I was, um, it was one of my um, contract assignments. And um, I went as uh, Leroy Green, a.k.a. Bruce Leroy. <laughs> he catches bullets with his teeth. And so um, I had the Wasa of Harlem. Come, yeah. And so um, I already had like the gear pretty much and everything. Right. Um, and so um, I just, it was uh, Leroy when uh, his, like basically his, um, his like out in the town rare like oh, yeah, the yeah. kung fu jacket yeah. with like the pants and the uh, slippers yeah. and the straw hat yeah and so but here's a funny part so i that, gave you a jacket like that didn't i uh well you did but not that color no, no, it was, it was yeah. black yeah. uh this one i had it was blue it was actually from coincidentally another cosplay i used mm. to do um it was john talbane the werewolf from Darkstalkers, his human form okay um be, so you went to work dressed like bruce leroy yeah but here's the funny part so right when i got into the car i right. turned on the radio to mega 104.3 so shout out to them and they do like you know old school hits and everything right. and they played debarge right the of the night. Of the night as you folks know debarge they debuted that dead uh they did music the whole video yeah on in uh in last dragon yeah so it was a sign and so uh, we did like a um 
a work uh, Halloween con- mm-hmm. uh, contest. Right. So they ask me, oh, so what's your uh, your character? I'm like, uh, oh, I'm a Leroy from uh, Last Dragon, Bruce Leroy. Bruce Lee? Okay, cool. <laughs> I'm like, no, you're not, not that Bruce Lee, bro. Well, Bruce Lee, Roy, but fuck it, whatever, you casuals. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because yeah. there's people who are uh, pop culture literate. Oh, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Not that it's a bad thing. That's yeah. on them, but you know. Yeah, but um, but I did like dressing up for um for work and mm-hmm. everything. So um, the next uh, contract assignment I had, uh, like uh, the next year, right. it was when uh, COVID um first started when the quarantine first mm-hmm. uh, happened. So we're all doing it working by Zoom. So we did a um a Zoom uh, costume contest. Okay. So, but basically what it is, is that um, you would take photos of yourself in your costume. Right. And then you would email it to uh, the HR folks yeah, yeah. and everything. Mm-hmm. And they would do like a, a, a presentation. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A tournament. And so I was uh, Bruce Lee mm-hmm. in his uh, iconic game of death, black and yellow, yellow uh, jumpsuit. jumpsuit. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And so since we're all doing this by photos, right. I knew I had to like, you know, do some like cool shit to like help stand out and everything. So I did photos of me doing like uh, Bruce's iconic flying ju- jumping sidekick, and um, it went well. Like you know, I actually got second place, and a lot of folks loved the uh, the photos. They loved like you know me flying in the air, and um, my uh, what was it called? It was down to myself and a um, female pinhead, um, and she won. And rightfully so, because Shocker. well, her costume was fucking bomb, man. And it wasn't like that whole like ready made. It wasn't a thought with the boobs hanging out. No. Oh, okay. She because she was a horror. She's a horror movie fan. A what? Horror movie fan. Oh, horror. Yeah. Sorry. Um, but so what kind of movies you watching? Right. <laughs> uh, but no, like she had the makeup. She had like the um, the spikes and everything. Um, was it wait, actually? You know, you should know more than I do. Isn't there like it's not like a female pinhead, but there is like a female counterpart uh there's a female xenobite yeah so yeah so i guess yeah she was a female xenobite well, in the new in the new up, uh reboot of uh hellraiser mm-hmm. pinhead is a woman okay is a female yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so she was that which um, is funny because not funny but which is interesting because it's actually played by a transgender female actress oh yeah so uh-huh. it is a female xenobite played by a transgender female mm-hmm. so it's quite interesting. Yeah, 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 the whole backstory to it. Interesting, yeah. right on. But yeah, yeah but she uh, won first place. I won second. And it almost sounds like nice. a fanfic that Bruce Lee fought the fought Hellraiser. Yeah, Bruce Lee or I fought Pinhead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah. But, um, but let's go ahead and take a quick break. Um, I want to talk about some other stuff too before we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, get <laughs> Okay, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody! This is Cletus J. Cousinfucker. Coming to you from the Minority Support Studio. I don't know what the hell they're talking about minorities. There's a lot of people in here. They ain't no minority. Anyway, so listen up. Check it out. Listen to these leftists, socialists, fascists, communists. Uh, I can't remember any more is, but yeah, FJB. And we're back. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're talking all things Halloween. Uh, was it a uh, that Halloween song gets stuck in my head every time? This is Halloween. Halloween. This is well, that Halloween. one in uh, dun, 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 dun. it would be so Halloween, <laughs> Halloween, Halloween. You remember that? I remember that yeah. Halloween three season of the witch, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a horrible movie, mm-hmm. but anyway, 
Uh, we're going to talk, we're going to do an episode. We're going to follow up this Halloween episode with a horror movie episode because, mm. uh, this one's running long. I don't want to mm. keep everybody on. We're going to talk about our, we're talking about memories. Now, the next thing I wanted to talk about as far as memory goes, and we'll wrap up with that is mm. our favorite trick or treat stories and candy. Mm. Um, uh, I remember trick or treating, mm. uh, and in the hood, I don't know if this was a thing where you grew up, but in my hood, uh, you had to watch out for bag snatchers. Mm. I uh, didn't didn't have to um, worry about that honestly. Bag snatchers were yeah. like teenagers. Yeah, they would run around, and they would see little kids mm. with. Uh, they were literally stealing candies from babies. That's like, fucked up. They, they would see a little kid walking with mm. a, with their friends, mm-hmm. and they see them like lackadaisically holding their bag, and mm-hmm. they would snatch it and just keep running. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, some fucked yeah. up shit. It really does. Man. Now, as like, far as teenagers trick or treating, I saw somebody put up a meme, and I kind of agree with. Mm-hmm. He goes, "Oh, for those people who are against uh, like teenagers mm-hmm. uh, trick or treating, mm-hmm. uh, or talk shit about teenagers coming up to the door trick or treating, I was like, there's there's other things they could have the option of doing. Yeah, which unfortunately I was one of those teenagers, but I'll get into that after the trick or treats. Mm-hmm. I remember when I was a kid growing up, we go trick or treating, mm-hmm. and uh, it was hard because we. <laughs> This is my trick or treat story, and I'll mm-hmm. let you go into yours. Mm-hmm. Uh, we used to sometimes do uh, like three or four rounds. Mm-hmm. What I mean is that um, we—it's cold in New York, so you have mm-hmm. to wear a coat sometimes. So you would have your costume on, but you'd have a coat on over it. Mm-hmm. So we would go around one time with our coat on and trick or treat, mm-hmm. and then take our coat off and go back around again. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes even change mask, swap with each other mm-hmm. and go back around again <laughs> <laughs> to the same places. But just it was difficult because, like I said, it was mostly apartment buildings around where I lived at. Mm-hmm. And uh, we would go to the like the bodegas and some of the businesses and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And we would get candy. Yeah, some of the apartments would give out also. Mm-hmm. But the difficult one was that. Um, oh, not the difficult, but the ones I remember and the people I remember the most are the motherfuckers that gave you pennies. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> they wouldn't have candy, so they'd give you pennies. Like people would save up their pennies and give you pennies. Yeah. However, in their defense, back in my day, you can go to the corner store, the mm-hmm. bodega, and get penny cookies yeah. or penny candies. Like mm-hmm. they had a ba- like they'd have a jar up by the front counter that mm-hmm. would have penny candy in it, mm-hmm. or they'd have a, a box with cookies in it, and mm-hmm. they would have penny cookies in there, so you right. could actually get something for a penny. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, why do we even use pennies? Right, right, right. I mean, honestly, right, yeah. Um, with my trick or treating stories, um, most of my uh, like, we uh, the best trick or treating I've seen was uh, well first in uh, Murphy Canyon. Um, my family and I, because my dad was in the Navy at the time, right. we lived in uh, Naval Housing, which was Murphy Canyon, and it was a huge, huge neighborhood. Right. And obviously, there's like, a lot of families, so it was a lot of like you know dope trick or treating. Like it was a huge ground for trick or treating. Yeah. So. Um, we walk out and there'll be like so many kids and their families walking around and everything. And we covered like, there's like a lot of like, uh, space to cover, Yeah. but we mostly cover just like close, like closer blocks to our house and everything. Um, the whole neighborhood, like the whole like naval uh, housing neighborhood was, um, was just so immense. Yeah. Like you can spend like 
you could spend like a couple if they did I mean, trick or treating a couple days. You think about it, a base yeah. has a couple of thousand or a couple of hundred. I mean, a couple of thousand yeah. uh, people there, and if their families live there, it's huge. Oh yeah, it's a lot you, of people. Let me tell you, you could do yeah. a WrestleMania of Wrestle Kingdom two night event <laughs> with trick or treating. Yeah. In fact, that'd be great because that would actually help you cover the entire yeah. area. And there, was a, there was there was one thing that I noticed when I moved to the suburbs uh, with my kids mm-hmm. uh, that wasn't. In when I was growing up, mm-hmm. uh, Halloween decorations. Yeah, like it, there's some people that fucking go all out. Mm-hmm. Like in the hood, people just put up little bullshit decorations, and that was it. Mm-hmm. I, but nowadays, like sometimes I like going around just looking and watching videos online of people who they, they come up with some sick ass crazy shit, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I love seeing it. Yeah. Um, the the uh, there's one couple last year when Stranger Things when Max was a big thing the redhead mm-hmm. they did one where Max is floating in the air above mm-hmm. their house and they dared people to figure out how they did it. Right. Because you can't, you're like, it's almost impossible to see how they did it. And they were playing like the Kate Bush song. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Running up the hill. <laughs> Those are the actual words. Those are the actual <laughs> words. Yeah. 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 Um, but, but yeah, you know, and yeah, like um, in Murphy Canyon, like, yeah, people went all out with yeah. the Halloween decorations. And some of that shit was fucking scary. Bro, let me, let tell, me tell you, you something. Yeah. I, I, when my kids were little, I used to, there was one house around the block from us uh, when I lived in another town. And they, they, people went all out. And yeah. I went up to the towards the house, right, to take a picture of it. Uh-huh. And it had one of those things that jump out of a grave at you if, it, yeah. if you're near it. Mm-hmm. And it did. And I said, yo, it scared the shit out of me. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, because like, when, when I lived in Florida and I lived in Orlando, there was a place there called Terror on Church Street. Mm-hmm. Probably the fucking scariest haunted house I've ever been to. Because yeah. it was, And it was all year round. It wasn't just like for the Halloween. It was mm-hmm. all year round. And it was a 25-minute walk through a warehouse mm-hmm. that had different rooms with themes so you had to walk through mm-hmm. so like you go through one and it's an abandoned hospital and one's an yeah, insane yeah, yeah. asylum and one's a graveyard mm-hmm. and you got to walk through this whole thing yeah talk about fucking scary that was the first time i've been into a haunted house with uh, mm-hmm. live character live live yeah. actors and we're, we're gonna have another episode just for yeah. haunted houses oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. haunted houses and horror movies yeah yeah but yeah but um but that was the one that scared the shit out of me but yeah go ahead. but no i was gonna say um it, it was like a, there was this I remember this one time it was uh, again Murphy Canyon right and there was this one house I walked up to and like it had like the nines with the decorations and everything right and there was the uh, husband and the wife and the husband was wearing like this like skeleton face paint this glow in the dark face paint like remember the um what do you call it the henchman in Batman Forever the one that uh, Chris yes. O'Donnell fights yeah, and everything yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he looked like that and he had the glow in the dark like knives and everything right and so um I wanted to get candy and my dad was taking me trick-or-treating right. and I wanted to get candy and she's like, oh, you can come get candy, but he's right there and he's doing like the whole like, yeah. what do you call it? Like sharpening the knives with each yeah. other and everything and I'm hiding behind my dad. He's like, no, go, you can get, you can get some candy. He ain't going to hurt you and I'm fucking scared. Like I'm trying to hide behind my dad <laughs> and I wish as, you know how like um, in movies like kids can like talk like adults or something yeah. like that and everything their inner monologue like let's yeah, yeah. I wish I could have just said motherfucker let's go <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker's terrifying me I don't want to get candy nigga god damn <laughs> see my, my more Halloween stories are when I used to take my kids out and uh, there was one house where the dudes did something like that but he was it was like a dark 
they left the candy outside and then like the door was open and he'd jump out every time a kid would come up. Mm. I almost knocked the motherfucker out because yeah. scared my kid. I was like, I was the opposite. I was like, motherfucker, I will knock you the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Don't scare my kid like that. Well, see, you know, and honestly, there should be, there's a, there's an art when it comes to like being scary and everything. Yeah. Like you want to scare to entertain, not to traumatize. Well, you got to be a G-rated scary for kids. And yeah. You could be scarier for adults, but like, yeah. but, uh, so one of my things that well before we go mm-hmm. into our, my teenage years when I was a near do well mm-hmm. a roused about yeah as you would say mm-hmm. uh, favorite Halloween candy growing up mm-hmm. I have to say that it was hit or miss sometimes in our neighborhood sometimes you would get just a bubble gum. Uh, it was this thing called Big Blows. I know. I know. Yeah, I know. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, they're hard ass candy. Yeah. on the outside, and then like a gum on the inside. But yeah, the gum lasted the flavor for like five seconds. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, you would always get those, or you would get those little. The, my favorites to get were the little strawberries. Yeah. You know the ones I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have the strawberry wrapper on it. Yeah, yeah. Got, like the, fruit. the hard candy. Yeah. yeah, those were my favorites to get. Those and Mary Janes. Yeah. Uh, do you, are you familiar with the Mary Jane? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the the peanut butter candy. Mm-hmm. Those were the best and. Uh, and I think they still have them. They're called Chico Sticks. Yeah. Have you ever heard of them? Never heard of those. Chico yeah. Sticks are like a peanut buttery wafer. It kind of tastes like the inside of a Butterfinger, mm-hmm. but they're like sticks. Yeah. They have no chocolate on them, though. My, my, those were my yeah. three favorites growing up. Mine were like the, uh, what do you call it? Like the high brand name candies, like the mini versions. Like So it was like the, the Hershey. You bougie motherfucker. You're damn right. I'm going to tell you why I'm bougie. <laughs> I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> Uh, so, um, after we moved away from Murphy Canyon, yeah. um, we moved to, um, Rancho Bernardo and Rancho Bernardo is like a very like upper middle class type of area. Sounds like it. Yeah. And so, um. It has the word Rancho in it. Oh yeah. Like if it's Rancho, then it's high class. Yeah. As, Rancho Cucamonga. Exactly. From a uh, Friday <laughs> or the, the Young Bucks. The Young Bucks. Yeah. So, um, when, um. So we lived in uh, Deerwood Apartments, right. and Deerwood Apartments was a high-end apartment, and it was very family-friendly. Mm-hmm. They used to have haunted houses, which we'll talk about in another episode. Um, but the uh, the trick-or-treating was strong, too, there, just as it was in uh, Murphy Canyon. And you got a lot of this, like, you know, high-end candy. So you got, like, you know, the Hershey Minis, the Mr. Good, uh, Good Bar, um, Crunch. 100 grand, all that and everything. So it was some very high-end candy. But it would spoil us, though, because right. if we got something like, what do you call it, like those peanut, those, uh, the candy that looks like peanuts. Like what? Like peanuts. Oh, peanuts. Yeah. Sorry. You heard what you wanted to hear. <laughs> oh, you mean the circus peanuts? Yeah. That for some reason, they're circus peanuts, they're orange, but they're supposed to be banana flavor. Yeah. That, that shit was trash. So why do, you, why do you call it circus peanuts if it's banana flavored? See, there's no logic to it. That's why it's a terrible candy. Other than the fact that it tastes horrible. I also hated the candy corn as well. I think candy what? corn. How dare you? Yes, candy Fuck corn is you. at the bottom. Is at the bottom of the. Oh, I'll fight pole. you over that one. You know what? Candy corn is the shit, man. No, it's not. Yeah. You low expectation heavy motherfucker. <laughs> but, but I'm also a fan of uh, Australian black licorice too. So see, what is wrong with you? <laughs> Nothing wrong with me. Yeah. You ever had a Vietnamese pate and? Uh, Why does that sound like something <laughs> sexual? Yo, you ever had a Vietnamese pate? <laughs> uh, no, hold on. Yeah. The, uh, we were talking about this the other day, my girlfriend and I. I was like, my my favorite sandwich to get from the Vietnamese sandwich shop mm-hmm. is pate and head cheese. Yeah. Do you know what head cheese is? No. Is the is they take uh, the leftover spare pig parts uh-huh. and, and they put it with the fat to coagulate it and then make right. a cold cut out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
That's wow. what it is. That with pate, mmm, them, wow. them's good eating. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Abe Simpson. So, but yeah, I would we say, wore an onion on our belt. Well, that's the style at the time. But honestly, but I, I feel like don't you dare badmouth the name of candy corn again in my presence, sir. Or what? You'll send the dogs or the bees <laughs> or will, the dogs and the bees to the mouse when they bite the shoot bees. I will let the dogs loose. I will be that one. What dog? The one who let the dogs loose. Oh, so you're going to be an awful like uh, song that won a Grammy. <laughs> <laughs> oof, oof. Anyway, so you were anyway, saying... You're... So yeah, so yeah, so... Um, but yeah, but, but after... Circus Peanuts. Right. I'm getting you a bag of them. <laughs> and I'll fucking smack you with them. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> um, but what was it? Um, so yeah, so... I would say, like, during, like, the high school years, that's when, like, you know, I guess we grew out of trick-or-treating. Yeah. But also, the neighborhood that I moved into in Scottsdale, this apartment complex, they it, there weren't any trick-or-treaters. Really? Like, there really wasn't, wow. like, a good trick-or-treating scene. Well, here's the thing. When, I'm, when my kids were growing up and we lived in an apartment complex, mm-hmm. across the street, we had a housing development. Yeah. So I, was, I took them there. I didn't go to fucking apartments. We, we didn't have that because, yeah. like, it was like in my neighborhood, like, when I lived in Morningside Apartments, yeah. it was just our apartments and then the other apartments. So there wasn't um, really a community no, to just, just migrate no, to. We did, and we, yeah. we went. Shit, out here, some people drive their kids to certain neighborhoods. You know why? Because mm. some people go to Costco and they give them the full-size candy bars. Mm. So that was the first time I took them trick or treating yeah. here in, uh, and the lady was giving out like people started giving out like full size candy bars. I'm like, fuck what? Yeah. I was like, y'all got shit, man. Y'all got it better than I do. I'm saying yeah, my kids. Uh, one of the things I I appreciate that I moved here was they had they have that kind of suburban life. Yeah. Like uh, they had the cool ass Halloween costumes. Like mm-hmm. I remember one year my daughter was uh, Dorothy from mm-hmm. The Wizard of Oz. I remember and, that. Yeah. And they had some cool ass costumes, but and I mm-hmm. took them trick or treating. Their mother was uh, religious, so mm-hmm. after a while we stopped trick or treating. But I used to fucking every. I got to the point when we separated. I was like, I'm taking a trick or treating. Oh, yeah. I don't believe in that. I don't give a fuck what you believe in. Be, okay, so you're when you told me your ex wife yeah. like did not believe in trick or treating. She reminded yeah. me of Sally Field's character from King of the Hill. Yeah. That that religious lady that tried to like uh, ban trick or treating yeah. and Halloween from the neighborhood. Well, when she yeah. said that, and she was like, oh. That's the devil's. I was like, well, hell, Satan. My kids are going. <laughs> my kids are going trick or treating. <laughs> Fuck all that. It's yeah. not. It's not Satan. It's free candy. Yeah. There's uh, nothing satanic about free candy. Yeah. No, but yeah. No, nobody's going. To, I'll give you candy. Now yeah. recite me the first verse of Satan. Mm. Nobody's saying that. Right. 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 Yeah. They just say, hey, happy Halloween. What's your costume? Here's some candy. Boom. Yeah. Done. No yeah. heathen. No heathens. Or no anything. heathens. Yeah. No. So, but yeah. Well, now that you spoke about uh, getting out of the trick or treating years, mm. I was in ne'er do well. A roustabout, mm-hmm. a hooligan, even mm-hmm. uh, when I was in my teenage years, and that's when we got up to the mischief on Halloween night. Don't they call it like like uh, Devil's, Devil's Night? night? Yeah. Devil's Night is the night before Halloween. Yeah, but what we would do is on Halloween. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's usually started preparation a month before. Mm-hmm. Uh, what you do is you buy a dozen eggs. This we were probably one of the reasons why they stopped selling eggs on Halloween to kids. Mm-hmm. Um, we would buy a dozen or two of eggs mm-hmm. like a month before Halloween, yeah. and we put them in a jar of vinegar. Oh Jesus! And sometimes bury them. Uh, and if you don't know, that kind of makes it rot. Gives it that whole stank. That super yep. stank. Mm-hmm. And then, but you got to be careful though, because when you take them out of the vinegar, the shell, the shell is soft. Yeah, so, so it might crush in your hands, yeah. and you're gonna have all stank on your hands. Exactly. Yeah. So we would either have uh, egg fights, uh-huh. like with each other, just, yeah. or we go up to the rooftops. Because I lived in in New York, the part of New York where all the roofs are connected together. Yeah. So you could literally go almost a whole block, mm-hmm. uh, almost a whole city block mm-hmm. on the rooftops. Mm-hmm. 
you could daredevil yourself exactly from like one plate to the other. Yeah. No, and it wasn't even you had to jump from one roof to the other. You'd literally walk right across all the roofs. Oh, wow. And so we could go one full block. Mm-hmm. Um, so we would walk and see people gathered like in a spot mm-hmm. and just ch- start chucking eggs down. Mm-hmm. And, and they would look around. They can't see who the fuck is throwing them because yeah, we're up yeah. on the roof all dressed in black. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I still had some of my spooky... <laughs> camouflage so we would throw the fucking uh we would throw the the eggs down and shit mm-hmm. and um it, it, we do that none of that toilet paper and shit that's that's fucking that lame. sounds basic yeah yeah that sounds that like some that have, sounds some suburban shit we, we'd have shaving cream fights oh jesus yeah, yeah where you get like cans of shaving cream Dude. and just fucking go to town on each other looking like uh what's it called like uh, delinquents, they love yeah. the shaving cream. Man. Now, yeah, shaving cream and eggs. No. Now, I'm gonna tell you, we never stole stuff. Like we yeah. never did a uh, bag snatching. That yeah. we never did. At least, at least you had some morals. Oh, I had some As, morals. Yeah. God damn it, we would destroy property and make people stink for a day. But I'm not stealing kids' candy. Yeah, you're, you're like I a, draw a line somewhere. You reminded me of like uh, Tony and Scarface when they want to kill that. Uh, what do you call it? Oh, that jugs are or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Like no kids, man. You because fuck that. You 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 know no kids, no, no women. Yep. <laughs> see, no kids and no women. See, that was the opposite. Okay, so my senior year of high school, my friends and I decided let's go trick or treating. Like it's um, our last year in high school. We're gonna be going to college. Let's just go trick or treating. We had Fuck very it. different high school lives. I was about to say we had very different. High and school I was lives. like taking a bet. I was actually weird at first. Like, aren't we a bit too old for trick or treating? But then I realized, you know what? You're never too old for free candy. No, Fuck it, let's do we, it. We were we were sneaking beers at yeah. my, my Halloween. We definitely had some different lives. We definitely had. Different but lives. here's but here's the thing though. So I knew that my neighborhood because I was still living at Morningside Apartments. Right. I knew. That that there was no uh, trick or treat scene there. Right. So, but we lived in Scottsdale. So what we did was actually drive up to the hills to the like the rich um, fancy folks. Rich fancy. They were folks. giving out Fabergé eggs for close. <laughs> uh, what do you call it? that British candy? Uh, Toblerone or Toblerone? Toblerone candy. Are you fucking serious? Swear to God, man, dude, they went all out. Like yes. they, they, oh, they, Martha, they... bring the marzipan, right? <laughs> the marzipan. <laughs> the children are here. So yeah, so um, but yeah, so we just like you know went trick or treating in the affluent areas, yeah. and they, you know, they were cool with it. You know, like we didn't get any weird looks or no, anything. No, bro, it's like I was saying. If yeah. you got my my youngest, she trick or treated until she was fifteen. Yeah, I mean, it got to the point where she wanted to go with her friends, well, with her father. Yeah. But. So here's the thing. Here's what makes it less weird. You have to go in a group. Yeah. Or somebody, or with someone. You can't go yeah. alone because you look weird. Because didn't we know somebody that did that? Yes. He went trick or treating. Yeah. He's in his early twenties, and I think he was in his mid twenties. Mid twenties. Yeah. Yeah. He's in his thirties now. He probably still does. Yeah, you honestly, I yeah, 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 I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but um, but yeah, so that was like our like you know senior thing and everything. We went yeah. trick or treating together, and it was awesome. Like we got to like see these cool like you know thousand you know million dollar houses and everything. Right. They gave us like the very fancy candy, but it felt great because like the before my senior year, um, you know, didn't trick or treat a lot. You right. know, like because not only was like the trick or treating scene dead in my neighborhood, but I didn't have anyone to go trick or treating with because right. they were. Outgrown, outgrown yeah, of that. Yeah. And everything. See, when when I was an adult, um, mm-hmm. we would stay. Well, one of us would stay home with the kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, one of us would stay home, and the other one would take the kids trick or treating. Mm-hmm. I always thought, I honestly, one of my favorite things about taking my kids trick or treating was seeing the other kids' costumes, like seeing all the fucking. Costumes. Oh yeah, yeah. I love doing that, and like mm-hmm. I love 
like if, if you're giving out candy, seeing the kids like trick or treating. Mm. Like here we live where the weather's fair enough that you can sit outside. Like I seen some people have like barbecues in a cul de sac, and they'll oh, put, yeah, they'll put the communal bows out in one area yeah, so the kids could yeah. just go to one spot. Mm-hmm. For every house on the block, yeah, uh, and but they'll have different baskets representing every house, so See, you could take that, one from each. Or that's whatever. what they did, like uh, during COVID, because yeah. in my neighborhood where I live at right now and everything, yeah. um, you know, we couldn't, like, you know, they didn't want to want kids to like go up to like houses, yeah, people's houses, and breathe yeah. all on them, right, right. Yeah. So uh, all the people in the neighborhood just had like a, it was like almost like a swap yeah. meet. They so, had like the tables with yeah. the candy and everything. I like watching yeah. the videos where some people came up with some innovative ways. Like one dude, he uh, put like a zip line from mm-hmm. his mailbox to his house. So when the kids would say trick or treat, he let the zip line go, oh, and bring them candy, yeah, yeah, and then he'd pull it back for the yeah, next yeah. kid. I was like, that's cool. That reminds me of Let uh, what they got Dawn of the Dead, the remake. Make, oh, yeah, where they're yeah. talking with that one guy across the yeah. way, and they didn't zipline him uh, food. They uh, yeah. they sent the dog. Yeah. No. Yeah. What my thing is that um, with that, like I said, I just love now where where I live. Uh, my girlfriend's not too into like opening the door on Halloween. Yeah. So we do the whole bucket out front and say take mm-hmm. one or take a few. Mm-hmm. You know, so the kids. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I miss like seeing the costumes. I, I you know, mm-hmm. but now I'm my age. Walking around the neighborhood looking at kids' costumes kind of look weird. It would. A little bit. Yeah, yeah. So Especially grand- if you don't have kids. But I got a that. grandson now, so. There you, you know? go. When he's yeah. old enough, we could take him yeah, out. Yeah. Of, yeah. So my girlfriend and I, we actually went trick-or-treating last year. I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, you How, know, how'd that go? It went well, actually. Yeah. So, okay, so um, she lives in an apartment complex. So we drove to this uh, one, like, um, affluent neighborhood. Right. Which actually is known for, like, where everybody goes in that part of the, uh, in that part of the city. That's like uh, basically the go-to like, you know, Halloween spot. So there'll be people that don't live in that neighborhood. They'll drive to that neighborhood and start trick-or-treating to take their kids and everything. So I was dressed as a Bushido Brown from Boondocks. Yeah. And uh, she was dressed as a uh, pirate. And she actually had her uh, gold doubloons. And she would give doubloons to kids who were dressed as pirates and everything. And so um, people thought we were cute. They thought They thought it was cool to like, you know... Uh, see, like you know, grown ups like trick or treating and everything because it was go. a it was a cool Halloween date for us, and we had an awesome time. We we also did the adult thing and like you know looked at the houses right. and everything. Like, oh, I wonder if there's this house is for sale. We should look up <laughs> look it up on Zillow and everything. Well, um, that's awesome. Well, at least you guys have fun. And oh you, yeah. yeah, and the uh, mm-hmm. yeah, and the um, the folks like they they loved it. They thought right. it, we were really cute. There That's was cool. one lady that was a bit of a Karen. She oh, says, God. oh, I'm sorry, but this kid candy is for the kids. I was like, okay, cool, whatever. We're not going to cause a stink. Take like, a shit on your front door. Right. We're like, okay, then. <laughs> and so the next house we went to, mm. uh, they asked, so are people treating you well? Like, are they uh, giving you candy? They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Except one lady. And we tell her I'm about the lady. She's like, oh, f- she's a bitch. To anyway, listen, come to, our can- come to our house. We'll hook you up. We got you. And like. Sir, we we respect you. Yeah, yeah, and well, so, but yeah, it was mm-hmm. it was fun though. Like honestly, I think that should be normalizes yeah. adults trick or treating together. Yeah. yeah. Well, on that note, uh, see, as an adult, you can still trick or treat. Mm-hmm. Don't hate on it. Yep. Uh, anything else you want to add before we get uh, to get out of here? Uh, well, you know, I'm looking forward to this month, man, because uh, we're gonna, like we said, like you know, we have a lot of like episodes. Yep. Uh, with like a different um different themes and everything so Absolutely. like haunted house uh, memories uh halloween party memories favorite halloween specials and of course favorite horror movies yep mm-hmm. 
And we on Halloween traditions. Mm-hmm. Uh, so with that, I want to thank you guys for hanging out with us. Remember to follow us on social media at the Minorities Report and uh, Minorities Report 2.0 on TikTok. Also, go ahead and uh, link on one of those to our link tree. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can go in our bio and you can hit our link tree. We have some merchandise for sale. If you want to uh, rock our merch, I put some new designs up on there. So with that being said, we will see it.